0: Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. My name is Samuel Smith, the Small Business Surgeon, and right now it's time for a little bit of Friday Fire. Man, I hope you guys are doing great on this Friday, man. I know I am. And uh, I really love uh, talking to you all. I enjoy doing this podcast. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here with us, no matter what it is that you're doing. I like to listen to these when I'm uh, working out or when I'm walking or when I'm in the car. I don't know when you'll listen to podcasts, but it uh, seems to have taken over from a lot of uh, a lot of my music listening. I do enjoy podcasts, man. I've got uh, I've got quite a few on rotation anyway today man i want to get into a little bit of entrepreneur subject for you guys and uh, the myth of the overnight success and really overnight success you know takes about 7 to 10 years on average to be a, a, an overnight success and a lot of you guys a lot of us guys in our 20s and our 30s we go through consistent failures and consistent evolutions and i think one of the key things in being of becoming uh, an overnight success, is knowing when to stay consistent, knowing when to stay on topic, knowing when to keep doing what you're doing and go harder and do plan A more, and yet also knowing and understanding when to pivot. And I want to really get into that because there's, there's a myth that success comes quickly or easily and I think that's perpetuated by the movies it's perpetuated by television shows um side note one television show uh, I don't watch a whole lot of television um but late at night sometimes Nina and I like to watch a little bit on the couch and uh, one show we found recently is Killing It which is uh it's about entrepreneurs and the, uh, the entrepreneur lifestyle and the uh the, the poor fella, whatever can go wrong, does go wrong. Um, but he doesn't quit. And in the end, he gets his dream, and he saves up enough money, and he starts his business. And then, you know, obviously, it carries on everything that can go wrong, does go wrong. So it's uh, it's a great show. Um, I, I'm enjoying it so far. But there, there's a huge, like, thing in the movies, especially and in TV, about success. It's like, you know, you start a business, boom, you're successful. And it, it really is... Um, a fucking myth, you know, many, many businesses, like, um, even like, you know, PayPal and Amazon and eBay, like, they took a long fucking time to catch on, you know, and a lot of capital and a lot of late nights, and, and, you know, it's not just the entrepreneur that takes a long time to become successful, it's the whole damn thing, and it's very important to, you know, Keep your eye on your long-term vision as an entrepreneur, and I want to speak a little bit from my own experience. You, you know, because I've done a lot of things. I uh, I started in oil and gas law. Like I did stuff before that too, but like my 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 first big six-figure entrepreneur gig was was in oil and gas law, and from that I looked into you know how do I make money on the internet because I got tired of the uh, gas markets going up and down and you know you work one month and then you're off another month and so I got a little bit old having a having a business that supplied legal work to the oil field you know it paid great when it paid but the reliability wasn't there and so I pivoted out of that not because I didn't like law just because I wanted something that was more stable and you know for for instance like the real estate thing I did I I took all of my years in in law and then all of my years in marketing, and I put them both together and moved into real estate. And it's not that I wanted a huge law company. I didn't. I didn't have a vision of building a law company. I didn't have any kind of long-term vision like that. I just knew I liked doing law. And it was the same with real estate. I didn't really have a long-term vision for real estate. I just thought, oh, I could make a little bit of money, money doing this and utilize skill sets I already have. And, you know... The reason I don't sell real estate anymore is because I don't like operating in the real estate industry. I love the deals. I make deals, I make real estate deals all the time, but now I use realtors to to do the the paperwork and to do the deal. Um, I don't mess with being a realtor to get that 3%, it's not worth it. Not not, not to me, because of the, the other skill sets that I've learned along the way and you know like there's the old joke it's, it's like what you call a room full of karens and it's like well I'm realtors association yeah but you're not allowed to say that out loud either <laughs> i'll probably come and uh, clip my balls for that but the the thing is you know i got good at selling real estate and i sold a lot of real estate like i got certificates from remax for for production and um did it very very quickly but pivoted out of it because i didn't enjoy it because again i didn't have a long-term vision and so really most of us as entrepreneurs don't have a long-term vision we want to work for ourselves we want to make some money and we want to pay our bills and generally that's what ends up happening you work for yourself you pay some money you make some money you pay some bills and the reason you quit is because it's it's really fucking hard work if you're just making enough to pay your bills generally most people just go back to getting a job. And that's because they never set that vision and said, I want to make this much money a month or I want to do this or I want to do... They never set that vision. And so now we've got this myth of overnight success that people think I'm going to open a business and become successful. And two, a bunch of people with no fucking vision. So they're walking around thinking all you got to do is open the door and people come and buy shit or people will take advantage of your service or whatever it is. And yet... You've no vision. So if you don't turn around and say, look, I want to make fifty thousand dollars after after everything's all said and done this month, I want fifty grand in my pocket. Well, you might have to make a hundred and twenty grand to do that to get to that point. You might have seventy thousand dollars worth of overhead to get to fifty grand. You just don't know until you plan it and map it out and go do it. And that's why a lot of people never break that, you know, eight to ten thousand dollar a month mark. Is cause they never set out and said, Right, I need to make 50 grand this month to hit my goals because in in america eight to ten grand a month's a pretty comfortable fucking living you know you're in the top what 10 percent at 100 grand a year i'd imagine 120 grand a year i don't know uh, exactly but i imagine you're in the top you know 10 to 15 percent at that and once you get to that point it's very easy to just do enough work and move the needle enough to make that 100 120 grand and you don't ever go any further and that's what happens Um, With a lot of entrepreneurs that don't have the long-term vision so in saying that when do I focus when do I go hard when do I pivot when do I quit you can never know that until you've got a long-term vision for yourself your income and hopefully your company which is the vessel that you're going to use to do that so you've also got to ask like one of the things you've got to weigh into account is how much credibility have I built in this industry now if you're selling door-to-door, you don't need a lot of credibility to get knocking and get going. But as you go up and up and up and start selling more and more important things, and um, you really need some credibility and validation and time in the industry behind you. So there's a lot of people who come in to do mortgages, mortgage sales, or to do insurance. Insurance is a big one, uh, um, insurance sales and stuff like that. And they'll give it maybe three or four months and they say, This isn't working. And again, we're back to that. Do I focus? Do I persist? Is this my vision? Because, like, you know, three years as an insurance agent, by the end of the third year, you're making good money. But you've got two years of setup. You've got two years of fucking chamber of commerce meetings and shaking hands and talking to people you don't really give a fuck about just to network, to get to know people, to validate yourself in industry. And so if you've got, Eight months in that, you might be at a point where you want to pivot out of insurance. You're like, well, look at the, look at the sunk cost here. Right? Maybe if I do plan A a little bit harder. But you'll never know that until you've got that long-term vision for what it is that you want to do. Now, a lot of us, myself included, I speak from experience on these podcasts. You know, like This is not me fucking lecturing you all. This is me saying, well, yeah, I did that too. But we've all got it, and it's the shiny object syndrome. Um, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush you see a shiny object you've already got a bird you're already holding a bird but there's two more in the bush you want to go chase well if you chase those two in the bush you'll lose the one you had in your hand and that's where that saying comes from is that as entrepreneurs especially we can get very easily distracted by the next big thing um you know everybody's an expert in everything now Uh, chat GPT has come out and like everybody's trying to sell AI stuff and like you get distracted as an entrepreneur whereas if you just did the main thing with more focus like maybe you wouldn't need to quit maybe you wouldn't need to pivot so you've got to know that like every fuck man I get just swamped swamped and I I can't complain because that's what I've set my fucking business up for you know uh, but I get swamped with uh, proposals for partnerships. And every single partnership I get sent, whether it's, you know, just just a, a $20 um, physical product that we'd be selling online, or whether it's, you know, designing entire ecosystems for eight-figure startups, every single product I've, I've looked at looks good. But how many of those projects can I take on? How many of those projects can I get distracted by? How many of those shiny objects can I let into my space before it's massively detrimental to my focus and my ability to perform for the clients I do have? And it's the same when you're starting your business. You know, you might be all about gung ho about, you know, remodeling houses and doing house painting. And you get your painting ladders and you get everything set up and then all of a sudden you see your mate Dave down the street who's selling roofs. And you can get distracted from a sure thing by some shiny object stuff. So be very careful on the shiny object stuff. Maybe you don't need to pivot. Maybe watch what's going on and work harder on plan A. So there are plenty of times where... In becoming an overnight success, you've got to remain consistent, right? Look at look at your shit, right? You might not be where you want to go, okay? But look at your company, yeah? Are there any positive growth trends, right, in your company? Any positive growth trends whatsoever? Because if there are, maybe it's time to focus on that and keep pushing and keep growing, even if it's slow growth, right? If you've got slow growth over time and consistency, that's a good indicator that the market's there somewhere and you just haven't got it fucking dialed in yet. Maybe it's your systems that are wrong, maybe it's your fucking ads, maybe it's your messaging. But if there's slow growth and you're seeing consistency and you're you're constantly hitting last month's revenue numbers and things are looking okay and you've got an okay pipeline, even if it's fucking slow growth, it's still a good indicator that you need to be pushing and you don't need to pivot, you need to stay consistent. Is there any brand recognition? How many fucking followers did you put in front of your company over the last three or four years? Because if you've got a couple of thousand followers to your company page or a company Facebook group that you own and run, then you've got that brand recognition in there that maybe you're not utilizing that properly. Maybe there's some unrealized potential somewhere else. Maybe your 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 painting business doesn't have to necessarily paint houses. Maybe it can paint bus stops. And paint commercial buildings and, and paint anything that needs painting. You know, there, there could be all kinds of things that you've overlooked. And the thing is, there's always a point of, fuck it, I can't do this anymore. Versus, I need to roll my sleeves up and go harder. And it, it really is identifying that point. And it's, it's a personal, personal thing for you, Right. But what you got to really look out for when you're making this kind of decision is does, does what you're doing, and, and all right, let me, let me say it in business talk. Does your strategy currently align with your long-term vision? What that really means is, is what you're doing in alignment with where you want to go? And it's funny because a mate of mine, um, I'm, in his, uh, I'm, in his con, I'm in his coaching group, um, and he was talking about this the other day. Uh, Does what you're doing now allow you to go where you want to go? And he gave up and moved on and um, reallocated a whole bunch of his clients. So he didn't give up his business. Sorry, he gave up his client book. He, He moved on from them. He reallocated them because he wanted to focus more on a much more profitable niche with his time than what he had currently contracted his clients with and so his strategy and uh, I'll just use made up numbers but his strategy he maxed out because he was um, capped by the number of hours he could physically work so he maxed out again made up numbers he maxed out at $10,000 a month well if I want to make more than $10,000 a month but what I'm doing caps me at $10,000 a month for example, if I'm an attorney and I charge $500 an hour and I sell 20 hours a month and that's all the hours a month I can sell. I, I don't know. I'm not a fucking attorney. But example, that's 10 grand a month. Well, you can't sell any more than that because you've only got 20 hours available. right? So you run into this, Like, does what I'm doing allow me to generate the revenue and the sales which are ultimately going to lead to the income that correlates with my vision of owning 20 fucking commercial buildings and a place on the beach because if you're capped by your time then you can't do that you have to look at the strategy you're using You have to say, does what I'm doing serve my dream? And then it's back to the vision. You didn't set a vision, so you don't fucking know that. And then is my target market still viable? Is my skill set still viable? You know? Like, there's all kinds of things change. There's a whole bunch of skill sets getting made very, very, very unviable by AI. What are we going to do about that? Going to have to pivot. So there's kind of like this little fucking checklist you've got to go through when you've got to know when it's time to say, you know what, I'm a pivot on this. You don't quit. You take every fucking lesson you learned doing what you were doing. You take every system you built and everything that applies and everything that can be carried forward with you gets carried forward, right? So it's a growth curve. You're not failing. You're growing in a positive direction. You just pivoted what you were doing. But there's going to come a point where if the revenue's not there and what you're doing doesn't align with where you want to go and nothing's working, it's going to come a point where, you know what, maybe, maybe it is time to, to pivot. So after you go through that checklist and you say this doesn't align with what I want to do, doesn't align with where I want to go then it's time to go back to the vision and say right I want to make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per month what opportunities should I pursue to make that level of money all right so let's start with something easier let's say you want to start you want to make 25 grand a month right we put that as the vision for your business then you can very quickly work out how many things you need to sell and how many clients you need to service and how many people you interact with and how many leads you need to generate and how many calls you need to make to get to 25000 a month. And it laser focuses you on that. And if what you're doing right now doesn't allow that level of income, then it's time to change what you're doing right now. But you'll never know that until you set that income goal in your head and you say, right, I want to make $50,000 a month. Well, that sounds really hard. And, you know, it's kind of hard. But you need to find how many things you can sell for a $1,000 each. Well, if you sold 70 things for a $1,000 each and you had 20 grand in costs, that's a $50,000 month. It's all about putting those fucking things into perspective, putting them in your vision, putting them on the vision board, writing them down and saying, you know what, I tried this. I tried real estate. It was fucking great. I got awards, I made a shitload of money, but I didn't enjoy who I was working with. I didn't enjoy the culture that went along with it. I didn't enjoy dealing with uneducated clients. Now, the whole nature of the business is the client is uneducated and you are there to provide their education. So, I'm not knocking the real estate clients here. You know, that's your job as a real estate agent is to educate the uneducated. I just didn't particularly enjoy it. And so, I found myself wanting to get back to my supplement selling days where the income was very plentiful and very good. And so I took a look and I said, you know what, I can't do that in real estate. And so I started pushing for bigger and bigger and bigger opportunities. And that's when the internet marketing stuff kicked back in. And that's when I started getting partnership deals and putting together uh, proposals for startups and stuff and getting a little piece of those. And and it really started to get interesting because I said, you know what, I'm only going to focus on stuff that brings me the opportunity or opens the doors for me to hit every single goal on my list and you know ultimately that's why I had to stop uh, selling videos and stop doing Media Foundry um, because as, as good as it was even if Media Foundry you know got up to a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue and we had a couple a hundred thousand dollar months mostly we were in that Anywhere from thirty to seventy thousand dollar revenue range. Some days, some months it was worse. Some months it was better. But the the point aside was, I would have to fuck load of videos for me to make my income goals. And know, yeah, I'll stay right now. My income goal is a quarter million dollars a month. Is three million dollars a year, and that's what I'm looking to put into the pot by you know starting anytime you <laughs> know as quickly as possible. But really, my I want my income statement next year to have three million dollars on it. And so that, that's the plan. Well, I got to look at opportunities and I'm going pay that, you know. And as much time and effort and fun as I had selling media, um, the reality is the market that I live in, making $3 million a year selling media, um, it just wasn't going to happen no matter how good of a product we put out. And so, yeah, it was time for me to, to pivot again. And now through pivoting, you know, my overheads are, so much lower. My stress levels so much lower. My ability to focus on clients is higher because I'm not running uh, internal team. I do have a team, uh, but every single one of them is external. And you know, I've got uh, three now in America, and I've got uh, I've got four uh, overseas that help out. Um, but it's a lot less pressure having a team rather than having a staff, because as you know, the team comes with payments when the the contracts are taken, whereas a staff you got to pay every single day every single week to show up whether you're working or not so um, and I think that the economy is moving that way I think we're more moving to more of a gig economy anyway where people get paid for the work they do and as, as they produce it I, it's certainly been um, much less stress in my business and you know my revenues are way up my expenses are way down my stress levels way down and it's all because I pivoted. But if you look at it from afar, it's like, oh, well, you know, Sam closed Media Foundry. It can't have been that good. Well, it was good. It just wasn't good for me. It just wasn't going to get me the income goals I wanted. And at the same time, it wasn't going to get the the, the team the income goals they wanted. You know, it was paying the bills. But was was it putting money aside for a vacation home for him? Was it allowing him to go on vacation and travel? No, not really. It was paying the bills. And it was a good little company. But I never had a $3 million a year vision for Media Foundry. Never once. And I think that might have been the problem. And I think that made me know that it was time to pivot. And so to wrap up today, guys, because I know I've been going off on one. To wrap up today, like, it's a very fine balance. Don't quit. Don't quit your business. Don't stop doing what you're doing. Never quit. Never give up. It's fucking hard. You have to just pick your heart and if you're in this and you're an entrepreneur, keep being in it. And yet, at the same time, know when it's not working out. Know when to take the lessons you've learned and to apply them to something better and something that can get you a little further along the road. And above all, and and, and I know there's going to be some guys listening to this and it is aimed at you all and you probably fucking know it, but if you are struggling and your car has been repossessed and you're putting everything into your business and your rent's behind and you're putting everything into your business and your credit cards are maxed out and you're putting everything into your business don't quit the fucking business but quit being an idiot and make sure that no matter what you have your income taken care of first and if that means back burner in the business to nights and weekends and taking a job to pay the bills, then yes, you do have to pivot down that route too. But don't ever quit. Don't ever give up. And uh, just know that it's okay to pivot. And it's okay to move the goalposts. As long as you keep going, everything will work out. All right. Fuck it. That's it. I've had enough. I've been talking at you all long enough. I hope you got some value out of that, guys. I really do do this uh, for the value and to share the lessons that I've learned along the way. So uh, I hope you liked it. you all please have a fucking wonderful weekend. Um, I'm looking for my notes now because I'm trying to remember who's up on the show Monday. So just give me just a second um monday show Derek johnson we're gonna hear his story about how he came up and is now a fucking amazing amazing trainer uh derek has got a great story so be sure and tune in for that monday and uh, i'm gonna get out of here and go and enjoy my weekend you'll be good and stay safe and i'll see you later bye bye All right, that's it for today's episode, guys. I wanted to get on here personally and thank you again so much for listening, hanging out with us and being fans of the show. If you'd like to hear more about the show or follow us on any of the other platforms or leave us a review, do me a favor, go to followsam.live. There's plenty of stuff over there. And uh, if you'd want to know a little bit more about what I actually do for a living, you can find us over at smallbusinesssurgeon.com.